Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, as always, joined by Randy, the liaison of Legacy Angston. What is up, buddy? How are we doing today? Good. Little afternoon sesh. Yeah. Still haven't broken into the whiskey. You know what? It is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. <laughs> Second episode <laughs> yeah. for the day. We're going to get that whiskey we're, going. We're going to get some whiskey flowing. Uh, a couple things to note here, guys. If you are interested in our automation, we do have a course coming out. If it's not out already, you can check out clacourse.com. That's C-L-A, like Client Lifecycle Automation, course.com. Uh, that's going to be a do-it-yourself, kind of do it from the house. If you can't make it out to a workshop, if you can't do the custom with us, we can still help you by doing the course. And so you can check that out there at clacourse.com. I'm excited about that. That's just about wrapped up. Yeah. Yep. We're almost there. That's exciting. I love that because, again, back to problem solution, it allows us to be in a lot more gyms. A lot of those, gems than those that could be here with and us. And those calls, we just had our uh, support call today yeah. for that. And the course, you know, of course, the course will have support in there as well. And um, yeah, it'll be good. It, it, I think it's a it's a good next best solution if mm-hmm. you can't make it in person. I think that coming in person is going to get you the best bang, right? You're going to get it knocked out for sure. Uh, you have to be a go-getter to make sure you're actually going to do the course. Because, I mean, think about the, the books you've bought, the mm-hmm. courses you've bought that just sit on the shelf and you just haven't done them. So hopefully that's not you, but uh, yeah, so check that out, clacourse.com. we got a good episode today. Uh, we're going a little deeper in the leadership side yeah. of, of it because, you know, as business owners and gym owners, you do have to be a leader and there's some personal development stuff that kind of goes along for the ride when you're when you're in this position in the seat. And we want to make sure that we're as professional as individuals, as business owners as we can be. Um, kind of gone are the days of the hobbyist kind of, I don't know, I don't know what, what the word is I'm looking for, but the kind of unprofessional trainer. I think that that's kind of long gone from the 80s. Sure. But, uh, you know, still there's a negative connotation around the word personal trainer, fitness coach. You know, that's we use that word to try to get away from Break personal some stigma. Sure. Some of the stigma. We use that word. But uh, if you know. And I just Googled before, I think it's come a long way, but like even two, three years ago, I'd Google personal trainer on Google and look at the images and you would see what people think of personal trainers. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like just think of, you know, like uh, Hollywood's got a great way of like throwing s- stigmas and things like that out yeah. there. Like if you think of personal trainers in the last 10 years in a movie, pain and ga- was it pain and gain? Mm-hmm. You know, like that whole scene, that beach body vibe, you know, like that scene stands out right. to me. Like that is That's kind true. of what I picture of like the 80s, 90s scene. <laughs> Brad Pitt's character in uh, Burn After Reading. Same thing. You know, it's exactly what I'm sure the majority of people, and, and you can't blame them. I mean, this is this is what society makes it seem like, you know, everybody is. But uh, yeah, we have to do kind of our due diligence to make sure we don't fall into those yeah. categories and, and break away from 
yeah. from that. And, and the professionalism goes along with that. I mean, obviously, the hiring side, we know how wild this industry is compared to other industries when it comes to prospect um, candidates for positions and things like that. It's it's the wild west sometimes. You know, we've, we've been running uh, an ad on Indeed for a while and, you know, we'll we'll get tons of apps. Mm-hmm. But to get somebody to answer the phone, to get somebody to actually uh, come in after they we decided on a time, it's some it's some you know it's unfortunate the professionalism just isn't there. And I don't know if that's society. And we talked about maybe man about fifteen twenty episodes ago we talked about the millennials and, mm-hmm. and the day and age of instant gratification, all that stuff. Uh, but you know we're having trouble, and I know a lot of the our clients in the iron circle are still dealing with this and just trying to get people to show up for their interviews. It, which is, it's mind blowing to me, but I, I mean, is it a, just a, is it a sign of the times? You know what I mean? Like maybe there's, a, there's, we've got plenty of jobs out there for the, for the first time in a while or is well, it a fact Well, I of- also, well, yes, but I also, one of the Indeed, when we talked, we had an Indeed consultant from Indeed have a call with us and they said sometimes what will happen is when somebody's on unemployment they have to show that they've applied they made attempts. yeah they've with no intention of, of ever a job. Yeah. yeah isn't that sad so they can still get their unemployment checks yeah i i maybe it's just the fact of like again back to this conversation personal growth being the type of individual you want to be and like the path that you decide to to the things you execute in order to be that person right i do not understand that type of mentality well it's not you but there's something like I just trying to put myself in their shoes. Like I, I can't. It's the easy way. It's it, but that's exactly it. It's like <clears throat> the person who lit, who who is happy receiving a check without putting any work in. There is nothing. There, no it's not sustain, sustainable. It's not a sustainable. Well, there's um, millions situation. of Americans in that position. Absolutely, they'll, but I mean, they'll at some get point, the welfare checks and get, they'll get unemployment checks and all that stuff just to kind of live life in their. If they're given everything, there's no incentive to to do anything. So true. So well, let's, exactly. let's let's take this to the to the gym ownership, the business owner level. Okay, so when we first open businesses, we have this kind of grandiose dream of what that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't, but like most of the time, you hope that they do. You open a business, it's going to be rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> I'm going to be on the beach, and uh, the business is going to be you know like printing cash, and I'm just going to be rolling, baby. Because that's again, you you look business owner up on Google, and that's what you see. Like for first, the, that's the the, the m- misconception of the four hour work week type of thing. Well, right, but you've got this kind of thing that you want. And then you're here, right? You're at square one, or maybe you're five, six years into your business at this point, and it's not where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so you get to a point to where you decide internally if I keep going down this path, I'm going to be in the same position next year than I am now. And you decide to seek help. Yeah. Right. You you look for, you know, and sometimes this is the order of of opera, you know, of order of thought process. What's the quick fix silver mm-hmm. bullet? And that might be the you know, okay, what is the problem that I'm facing? Oh, it's leads. Let me get leads. And you, that doesn't solve your problem. And then you start looking at maybe uh, hiring a coach. And this is where we come in and we've got, you know, plenty of appointments that get booked every single week with oh, us. Yeah. And then you have calls. I do. Take me through some of those calls. <laughs> um, a lot of them are are kind of back to that first step, right? Oh, it's the immediate gratification of those calls. The, are you trying to cue me up for the one thing that drives me nuts about these calls? Sure. What, what drives you nuts? Not showing up for the calls. So you, uh, you get a call booked. 
So here, yeah, let me take you through. Uh, right, in my opinion, somebody somebody goes to our website. They they obviously have done so because they're they in a position of help. They're looking for something more. We they they leave their information for us. They fill out a form that gives us some information about their business. Right. I call them at the time that they've pre-selected for the on their schedule. Works with my schedule. The time that they want to communicate, and then they don't answer. And when they don't answer, you know, you go to leave a voicemail, and then the voicemail's full. And then you reach out to them via email and you never hear back. And then all of these problems, to me, that is it. That tells me something about the way that that person handles their entire business. If, so, so what you're saying is how you do one thing is how you do everything. Exactly. It's, it's the whole, right from the, you know, we've heard everybody say, make your damn bed in the morning, right? You're mm-hmm. setting the tone for your day. It's the simple things. It's the small things. That stuff bubbles up. And, and I, I am, I do believe that the way that you do the small things is the way that you do the large. And so for me, I kind of chuckle because everybody is always going to need new leads. New leads is how you grow a business. Always new business is always a focus. Mm-hmm. If that is your number one thing in business that you need, and then clients are, have the potential of calling your phone number and not being able to leave you a message, are, you, are the gym owners aren't calling every single number that calls back. No. How much money are you leaving on the table just by not even having your voicemail available? Oh, at the gym, or yeah. no, I know. or a website that that actually, you know, is functioning or captures, you Leads. know, client a lead if if somebody wants to pursue information. So there's just things about the individual in the seat that I think they can do differently that will allow the activities in their life or or the results in their life to change. My opinion, you probably you're probably the type of individual who has leads coming in. Or has people trying to grow, you know, trying to come into your business, but you're making it difficult for them to do so. I'm a big believer that you can't complain about something that you're unwilling to do yourself. Unwilling to change, or unwilling? well, I mean, not necessarily do. Like we had, we had that kind of t- conversation. If if you are the type of individual who are complaining that people aren't showing for your consultations, but yet, but you're the type of individual who doesn't follow through with your obligations to other consultations, then you can't complain. About then what do you have to complain about? I mean, you're literally doing the same exact thing to another business that you're complaining about somebody doing to yours. Yeah, it's hypocritical. It is. For sure, but well, yeah, I mean, why why book the appointment if you're not going to follow through? So so yeah, in you know, I don't think I've ever been that person to where purposefully did stood somebody up. Like if I have an obligation or if I've got a place to be at a specific time, I'm going to be there. Exactly. Or you're going to do some due diligence to allow the person that you're supposed to meet with to understand that you're not going to be there. Either, hey, I'm running late. Hey, something came up. I can't make it. If you missed it because let's say you were client facing and you physically couldn't just reach out to that person, you follow up after the fact and say, hey, I'm really sorry. This came up. I'm still interested in meeting with you. Can we reschedule? Sure. Like- Close the loop. Exactly. Like like there's some things about being an individual- that attracts other individuals to that type of person. The the, the it attracts the same type of exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to work with with you know, like if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room type of thing. If you're trying to surround yourself with people who are going to tr- like, trust, respect the process that you have in your business, make sure that you're the type of individual that's exemplifying those leadership qualities. It's same thing that happens with your team. You know what I mean? There are a lot of owners and leaders leaders in general, mm-hmm. fitness and outside, that lead with a do as I say, not as I do mentality, as opposed to, hey, let me go show you how this is done and let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I truly believe that a, a really good, successful leader is the one that 
sets a game plan, turns around, and says, "Hey, let's go." You know, you have a, you have a or is, or is willing to do that kind of work. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I guess there's different takes, but yeah, I would agree 100% to what you're saying. If you're not willing to do the things that are required of you, you can't expect other people to do something. And, and these are simple things. I'm not saying, you know, the tasks in your business, you know, like I understand as the gym owner, you might delegate certain tasks as you should. The, the It's not a lack of willingness. Like it, put it this way. If you as the gym owner were walking through your gym and you notice the garbage head go out, you're never going to be the type that walks past it and says, it's not my job. No, no, no. There are people like that. There though. are people like that. Yeah. Now, I understand the the corrective actions that need to happen, mm-hmm. but it's the it's the belief. It's the the almost like an ego. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm be, I'm beyond that. It's it's below my pay grade. It's below my time. When well, here, I'll, I'll bring com- up complete refusal to do something like that. It's you know pretty I mean. funny. Um, I'm working with a new kind of Google ad agency right now, mm-hmm. and um, kind of working through some of the nuances of working with this new team and everything. And I, um, you know, I had a, a text message, one of the, my, my rep on a Saturday or something. And I could see that she read it. Mm-hmm. And then I sent another one. I see that she read it and didn't respond. And then on Monday, she let me know, I got your messages. I just don't respond to anybody for work except for Monday through Friday. Right there. I'm probably not, I'm probably going to fire him because it was a simple question. You answer the question, but there's this like this this like line in the sand. You can't. Oh, twelve five p.m. Friday night. I can't. You know, I'm. This is my time. I, I just don't. I never have been that person, and I don't like my coaches. You, everybody's kind of available. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take but two seconds sure. to respond, mm-hmm. and and it can go a long way. But pro- probably going to lose their business from me. I, like that's. The way I operate. Well, it, I mean, I would take it back even even further because that should have been established prior to the sure. conversation because she she obviously failed to set expectations. Well, I talked to the owner mm-hmm. of that company and she said, well, if we don't do that, then our clients take advantage of us. Which I can understand, but that's then your business has to be structured that way and it has to be known. I don't know. And it has to be... Put a bad taste in my mouth. I mean, just one of those things like, really? I mean, we really talking about 5 p.m. on a Friday and then then we don't talk until monday at eight like that's nothing can happen during these times like no nah, you know i just don't i don't know i'm different 
way Depends different. on the business. I mean, because, I mean, for me, I mean, think of traditional businesses. I mean, there's businesses that there is nobody after five o'clock and, you know, it's a nine to five business. Well, you know government I mean? position, of course. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I can see both sides too, because I mean, from a, a, a financial standpoint, if, if that individual was billing the company for their time and their, con their clients were reaching out on the weekends and then they cost the company more money to service them on the weekends, or if it's a payroll thing for an employee and they're not being taken care of. I mean, like it, it depends. Well, she, I mean, if you're working from a personal cell phone, it's always on you. There's no, there's no well, reason. She said, she said that, you know, I don't pay my people to work on weekends and I'm like, dude, that takes 30 seconds. They're going to mm -hmm. try to give you shit for that. I don't know. Maybe you got the wrong employees. I, I, I don't know. I'm just totally different. I come, I come from a different, I've never been the employee. -y. And even when I was, when I was in construction, dude, 60, 70 hour weeks were normal. And you only got paid a salary. So like, really, what am I making? I'd never looked at it that yeah, way. Yeah, but you, you got to understand too, you're, you're putting yourself in a unique situation. The standard is not that. I know. I well, can tell you that that if I if I worked for a different organization mm -hmm. that was more corporate structured and larger, corporate, I would not have. I would not answer my phone after five o'clock for. So you're that I person. Do. Absolutely, my time is more valuable than theirs. That's. I mean, at some point, there is a fine line about about yeah. usury. And again, I'm not going to negate my client who that I have not established that with. I mean, our clients contact us twenty four seven. I mean, twenty four seven. I'm, I'm not turning them away, right. but that's the, the the agreement that we have with our clients in, in this position. Structured corporate larger organizations don't have that. You leave at five o'clock, you clock out, you leave your work at work. Mm -hmm. well. But that's, again, it, it's the structure of the business. It's the intention. You as the client and as the customer, mm -hmm. that business failed to set that expectation from the get-go. Yeah. Well, no, they definitely didn't tell me what the rules were. And if I knew those rules, I still probably wouldn't want to work with them. But you might, but you might also, it depends on what it is, right? If you knew, I mean, think of a software company, you know what I mean? Like the, the majority of their staff is going to be working a nine to five. They might have part-time support after hours, mm -hmm. but you know exactly who and where to go to, you know what I mean? So that, if it br that brings up the question uh, as far as, and this was part of one of our uh, last meetings, like after the week or the, on the weekends, is it okay if the clients reach out to our coaches for stuff? And we decided, yes, it's okay. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the client relationship with the coach is a lot of times happens, you know, like you, you're at a restaurant or you got a question about the meal plan or something like you're trying to figure out the answer. And if you don't respond what are we really doing? Mm -hmm. And we all decided if it's a quick thing and it's like, I can answer it right now and I'm not like in the middle of something, sure, we'll do it. And that was kind of the norm. But I know I'm sure there's laws that, you, you know, you got to pay them for the 30 seconds of work, you know. Well, and here's, doing. I mean, think of it, think of the way it's structured from the first place too. As an employee on a salary mm -hmm. in a corporate situation, it's never in the benefit of the, the, the employee. You don't get, oh, hey, just don't come to work for three days. You know what I mean? Or, hey, just, just go home early all the time. Like, you always are working a nine to five. It's always the overage, which always falls in the company's benefit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it takes the right type of person to be in that, th that position also, though. Hey, Tim Lance here, and I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day -day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it, so keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much, 
and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week Profit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. Well, yeah, you got you to be okay with it. Sounds like mm-hmm. you're not for certain situations. I'm, I'm, I say it all the time. I'm intellectually unemployable. Like if I would, I would freak out sitting in a cubicle. Oh yeah. Like, like it's just, you know what I mean? But I also like, I'm willing to p- take more of the risk on myself right. for more of the reward. Right. That's why we're in different yeah. seats. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand from the, I mean, I say it like I, I, I probably would answer all those texts. You know what I mean? But I understand an employee's in a position willing to, or like at certain times, I honestly, I would have two different cell phones if that was the way it was. Or my, my point of contact for my clients would only be it's my work number. Right? You know what I mean? Sure. If, but I would not be checking those an, those questions and blowing up. There's no way I'm doing that. Yeah. Well, whatever. Um, but that, that just goes into the situation. What we're talking about leadership. Are you willing to do the things that you want your clients to do? Mm-hmm. And are you or not? I mean, if you're not, then you can't expect, you can't complain the other way. It, it, that's what it comes down to is the hypocrisy of it. So, so like, for instance, your clients are coming in to do a consultation with you at the, at the gym and they no show you and it pisses you off, but then you go and do the same you thing. You do the same thing to other people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a tough one. So the challenge, I guess the challenge for the gym owners is, are you the type of person you want your clients to be? Are the, you, are you a leader? Uh, are you the type of person you want your employees to be? Are you a leader there? And if you're not, maybe maybe look at yourself and is like, is this is this okay with me, or do I need to make changes? If you're fine with it, then you're fine with it. Sure. Uh, you know, we're just making a point to kind of maybe a self evaluation kind of set up here because there's a lot of people unhappy with their businesses right now. There are, but then they're also unwilling to do the things it takes to make the changes for the better. And that's a lot of it. I mean, working with our coaching program, right? Like. Guys, we live in the time, like 90% of the answers to everything lives on Google. I mean, Google is a resource. If you need to know how to run a Facebook ad, if you need to know how to do whatever, like there is information right there. Mm-hmm. The difference is few will actually utilize the information and go do the work themselves, right? right? Leadership's the same way. Um, create, I am a big fan of, of organizations that have a structured leadership program that allow clients or, or uh, staff to invest in certain programs to better their job or better their performance or raise their personal Like standards. reading books or Yeah, you know, courses. book of the month club or courses available or things like that. That's how, I mean, organizations that invest in their people in ways of, for growth, I think are some of the most valuable things you could bring into your business as opposed to free pizza Fridays or, you know, the other traditional ways of kind of keeping people happy. Yeah. I am a, I love watching organizations that structure force growth. You invest in your employees. Mm-hmm. One of the cool things about being at the workshop at Keep, their team let us know that it it, it is a, uh, it wasn't a, it was a recommendation that each of their employees have a full-time bu- a business outside of being an employee, that they are using their product in a business outside of selling their product, supporting the product, or mm-hmm. you know whatever their responsibilities be with Keep. I thought that was that was powerful. That's pretty interesting. I mean, as a especially as somebody who's either you know technical support, sales on on the software platform, using 
the platform go yourself. Use, yeah, go use the software for yourself so you learn it more and you can leverage it and, you know. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, it was really unique for them. But, uh, you know, that's something that obviously Clayton and the founders saw value in and that they've instilled that forced growth into their organization. Yeah. I wonder how many do it. That's a good question. Yeah. Betcha not a lot. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, that's probably the, the truth. So here we are. We're on this podcast to try to help gym owners win. And really the takeaway for this is exactly what we've been saying. Are you willing to do the work? Are you willing mm -hmm. to, or are you just going to want it? Like everybody wishes for something and they want, oh, I wish I was making, you know, 150 grand a month. But are you willing to do what it takes to get there? Is it? Is it? And if it's not, then you can't complain. Exactly. If it is something you're willing to do the work for, then are you going to do, I mean, willing and doing another thing. So I don't know. Maybe it's a kick in the ass for somebody listening today. Maybe it's it's a self-examination of like what, you know, their own values and what they're doing and what their staff is doing. Because I would tell you, when you have a staff that isn't listening to what you're saying, you know, and there's gym owners that I I'm talking to right now and coaching that, you know, their staff's taking advantage of yep. stuff and they're not doing the things, it probably comes back to the leadership of the owner or the manager, whoever and you know, or director. So whoever they're answering to. Take sure. a take a good look there first before we start, you know, thinking it's always the employee's fault. Well, and, and it goes in it goes back to the way that we structured our coaching program also. We begin with the mindset of the owner. It's not the mindset of the entire team. No. We don't no. work with every individual. We work with the the capstone of that the, the facility. Mm -hmm. And in those type in those in these organizations, it rolls downhill. You know what I mean? You your employees should emulate from your success, from your leadership, from your action, from your so showing up every day for, you know, allowing your employees to see that mm -hmm. that you want to be part of this team, that you're here for the same doing things, the work. doing the work the same way that they are. You not, doesn't have to be the same work. It doesn't have to be the the level of you know taking the garbage out. Yeah, but the willingness and in, in leading from the front as opposed to being that leader pushing boss from the back. who's pushing everyone from the back. Yeah. Expecting the you've result. Seen that, you've seen that picture. It, it yeah. kind of constantly comes to mind, right? Because, and we can all, we, we've all seen it. We all see other people in organizations that we know run things very well. And it's like, wow, it, it probably, it, it's probably enjoyable working for that person mm -hmm. as opposed to the bosses who are out there cracking whips and really just doing it to force, you know, anybody into the benefit that they're looking out, you know, for but they're unwilling to do the work themselves. Yeah, that's a big big difference. Yeah. All right. Well, figured we throw this kind of curveball at everybody cuz it's not really it's just a it's just a different podcast episode. We were just talking about it last week and I was like, "You know what? Let's just let's just bring this up and see what kind of feedback we get on it." Love to hear from you guys. I, I will tell you that thank you very much. We've we've probably gotten five or six new reviews over the last couple of days. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. Um, I've been looking at those and that's really awesome that, you know, we appreciate it. And that's Very really much. how we grow, right? This is, this is how the word gets out is we're seeing this nice trend of where like every, we kind of look at our weekly downloads and this is growing. And I feel like it's growing because I feel like we're delivering on what you want to hear about. And mm -hmm. if it's not what you want to hear about, obviously this was a little off topic from our normal stuff, which is cool sometimes, but would love to hear about it. Shoot us an email. Or, you know, at admin at pfmarketingsolutions.com. That's kind of what we all get that same email. We'd love to hear from you. But in the meantime, love those reviews, the ratings, and, and, and share this with a fellow gym owner that you feel like you'd uh, use some value from it. All right. That's it for this episode, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now by clicking the subscribe button on Apple iTunes. And if you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you do us a quick favor, rate and review the podcast. See, this lets the platform know that we're doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge help and we'd be extremely grateful. And if you're interested in growing your fitness business as well, go ahead and head on over to timlyonsbook.com and pick up a free copy of my book, Built to Grow. Until next time, keep building something great.